Hello and welcome to Roll for Relaxation, the multiverse's most relaxing Dungeons and Dragons actual play podcast. So let's roll for relaxation. An eight, subpar, but I, th- <laughs> I think it'll be a good one. Last time on R&R, Dante and Estrella met up and realized they have the same goal, to find Effie, the missing heir apparent. Their path led them to the restricted section of the city's famous library. But in order to get down there, they needed to get permission from the dean. Upon meeting with him, things took a sour turn. And surprise, he's a wizard, and he's out for blood. Episode 3. The episode where it starts to get crazy. <laughs> yeah, so he attacks, and he misses. Oh, wow. That's... Just shoots over your head and hits the back wall. Clearly distracted by me snatching that scroll from his hand. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank goodness. That's one you owe me. <laughs> <laughs> so the next person in the initiative is Dante. Given that I'm not in the mood for murdering this man, <laughs> uh, not just yet, anyway, I'm going to try and sleep him. Uh, I'm going to try and put him to sleep. <laughs> Oh, I guess I got it. So I'm going to target this in such a way, ideally. I don't know what the space of this room looks like, but can I target this in such a way that uh, I'm not putting us all to sleep? Um, so I'll, I'd say that it's like a, a 15 by 15 foot room. Uh-oh. Um, and it's a, you have to roll 5d8. Oh, right, because it's hit dice. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay, let's do this. Okay, so choose. So in a 15 by 15 foot room, that's going to sleep all of you. <laughs> okay, that's. I have a different description here. I say, what have I done? What have I done? <laughs> so so I would say that Dante knows wh- what, how the spell works and what it does. Okay. So he probably wouldn't have done that, right? That's, that, I appreciate that. Dante would know. He's very familiar with the act of sleeping, putting people to sleep, forcibly or otherwise. <laughs> Which sounds way more sinister than intended. Yet again. Oh, jeez. That was that was was far more sinister than intended. Okay, um, let's see about. Gosh, this just turns my whole plan upside down. You can't use your one spell. That was. Oh, I've got more spells. I just. I'd rather not destroy this fellow who's ostensibly part of your family, Estrella. Oh, not anymore. (laughs) <laughs> my mother saw, will be hearing about this I see the violence this. in your eyes I see that secretly you're actually pretty eager for the staff oh yes I've been waiting <laughs> alright let's try some dissonant whispers perhaps also if you're doing an attack you can choose to make it non-lethal okay alright I can make a non-lethal attack with my sword you can just bonk okay. him oh, okay. over the head sounds good it might get CTE afterwards. There you go. <laughs> All right, I'm going to attempt to cast a distant, distant whispers. And he got a 14. He passes. Your distant whispers. He hears okay. them, but he's like, I'm not giving in. Does he take half damage or just nothing? Half as much damage and doesn't move away. Okay, I'll roll my 3d6 then at least. Okay, so you deal him five damage. Big hits, big hits. <laughs> so Estrella, he looks like he's going a little bit crazy. Oh my. I'm gonna try and put him out of his misery. And oh in terms of not killing him. <laughs> okay. And try to uh knock him out by hitting him with my the brunt of my sword. Like the flat of your blade? Uh like the back like the bottom of it. Like trying oh, to with just, the pommel. Yeah, with the pommel, there you go. Bonk him on the head with it. Uh, a six. Uh, I mean, there's probably stuff that you add to that, mm-hmm. but okay. at the same time, you're still going to miss. Okay. So. <laughs> Perfect. Straight up. Yeah, you uh, come down to hit him on his head, but he uh, wiggles out of the way. Okay. <laughs> and, you, and you miss him. Uh, so now it's his turn. He's going oh, swimming. <laughs> swimming. Oh, yes. Oh, I should have used my bonus action to give you a bardic inspiration. Oh. It's okay. Next round. Next round. Yes. He starts to cast a spell, and he raises his hands up high, and he chants, Oh, so far the law. And he's gone. Dang it. 
Mm. Just instantaneously. <sighs> this does not make mm. us happy. Ah, oh, jeez. Uh, Dante looks around. Where did he go? He's gone. That little weasel. Well, it's not Dante's turn. Dante, what do you want to do? I'm assuming that combat is now over, but if not, I'm going to... I'm going to dash out of the room and look frantically up and down the hall to see if he's out there. Make a perception check. Okay. Maybe he's here still. Oh my gosh. Maybe he's just Uh, invisible. He could be. It's quite possible. Yeah. But Dante is (laughs) surprised. Uh, Perception. There we go. Ooh, not great. He is definitely not out (laughs) there. Definitely very surprised. (laughs) Um, I'd like to. Actually, he might be out there. Who knows? I just don't know. (laughs) I really have no idea. Dante does not know what's going on. Your heart's racing. There's sweat in your eyes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Sweating profusely. Mm -hmm. uh, What is uh, Australia doing? Um, I'd like to do a perception check to see if perhaps he that spell made him invisible and not like teleport roll investigation actually okay okay 17 Mm. not bad pretty good yeah yeah he's uh how how are you testing that probably by uh, swing wildly with your blade mm, yeah (laughs) just swinging my fists and my blade everywhere in the room just to see if I can hit anything. Just make a mess. Yeah. Roll an attack just, at disadvantage. There we go. Hmm. Oh. That looks like a five to me. Yeah, it looks like a five over here too. Uh, but with that investigation, you you don't deal any damage to him, but you softly hit him and you know that he's still there. Oh, um, and this minor illusion that he had up fades. And he's just standing there, looking scared. Aha! Uh, I found you! <laughs> Dante whirls about and looks just as shocked that he has now reappeared. Dante should not be this surprised, but he is. <laughs> but now it's his turn, and he casts another spell, and a bunch of insects appear out of nothing and swarm around your head, Estrella. How about you, scum? Uh, make a constitution saving throw. Okay. Hey, um, roll a d4. Okay, uh, yeah, you, uh, run to the left and just, like, run into a wall. You, uh, <laughs> oh. You don't take any damage from it, but you're just trying to get away from these insects, which have dealt you one damage. I may have crushed really some of them with my forehead, so. <laughs> oh, boy. So Dante is surprised about this whole everything. He's still in shock. He's surprised <laughs> that uh, that the dean would uh, just suddenly go crazy like this. Oh wait, I forgot actually that he had locked the door. <laughs> he locked me out. Well, no, no, no. Before he <clears throat> before he attacked you guys, yeah, he had locked the door. Right. I wasn't he actually did. even able to run out into the hall. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I, so I you... tried, and I just like. <laughs> Struggled with the locked door. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even more embarrassing. It's <laughs> terrible. Even more confusing. More confusing. Dante wonders what is going on. All right, let's try some vicious mockery. I'm getting really upset with this fellow at this yeah. point. <laughs> and uh, oh gosh, you were going to hold me to. Uh, I have to come up with some kind of, some kind of cutting words here, don't I? <laughs> That's a different thing, but. <laughs> Some kind of vicious mockery. Some kind of verbal, <laughs> verbal barb. Some kind of joust here. All right. Um, Do you want me to explain what this guy looks like more? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going for the low hanging fruit. Oh no! <laughs> no, I am going to. I'm going to uh, tell him, uh, Dean Lawson. What is the meaning of this? This is not befitting of a dean of your caliber. Mm, that's good. And I'm going to make my vicious mockery attempt. Does he roll a saving throw? He must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or take 1d4 psychic damage and have disadvantage on his next attack roll. Okay. 17. Mm, I think he's probably good. <laughs> yeah, he's rolling really well. Yeah, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
My insults have no impact. No effect. He's yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh levels of lucky. Yeah, it seems like. <laughs> See, believe in the heart of the card. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Um, yeah, and, uh, then and it's a straight. Okay, and uh, or, oh, bardic do inspiration. Have, do I have a bonus action? Yeah, I'd like to uh, give Australia bardic inspiration. So after shouting, <laughs> shouting uh, some insults at this fellow, I'm going to uh, try and uplift you, Australia. You now have a d6 to spend as you will oh. for the next 10 minutes. Mm, maybe I'll just use it on the next one. If you like. Yeah, that might be easier for me. Um, I'm going to uh, try to tackle him. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so that's he not can't... a bad idea, actually. Yeah, that way he can't get away this time. Get him, hold him down or something. Okay, uh, roll athletics. Okay. Ah, oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> He, wow. he is so Australia rolled a, a nine the dean rolled a natural 20 oh my god Jesus. you just punched him in the face and you're out <laughs> so let's say that he has restrained you oh my gosh what he's got you in the half nelson oh my god <laughs> Yeah, he wow, he knows okay. he doesn't even need to do a full Nelson. The half is fine. Wow. He's like, Estrella, I'm disappointed. I know, what is going on? Oh my god! I'm supposed to be this, like, mighty paladin. And I'm getting, I'm getting taken back by this Dean Lawson. Dean Lawson. Dean Lawson. <laughs> Wait a second, what? <laughs> Tell me, what's, what, what's this Dean Lawson look like? Uh, oh god, he's just the nerdiest looking guy. He, <laughs> he's like twigs for arms. <laughs> Even worse. Like uh-huh. Coke bottle glasses. <laughs> Mother, really? Is this you can... Oh, perfect. Oh, wow. But a big old what does she brain. See in him? This, what is, she... okay, this is an embarrassment brain. to Australia for sure. This is embarrassment all around. <laughs> yes. Dante even, continues to be. Even Lawson's embarrassed for her. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh yeah lawson will be like you know even i'm embarrassed for you guys <laughs> oh no <laughs> some adventurers we are my bardic inspiration made no difference you still have that d6 by the way um, you might need it when you attempt to escape dean lawson yeah next that's turn. my guess <laughs> yeah so he'll go and that casts a spell that causes a stocky, muscular blue minotaur to appear next to you, Dante. <laughs> oh, Dante does not like this at all, but Dante is not positive that it's real. Uh, how would I how would I go about checking that? I don't necessarily want to get a lot closer to this thing. How close is it, out of curiosity? Uh, it's about uh, six feet away from you. If I were to attempt to move right now, would I provoke attack of opportunity? Uh, no, you're just far enough away to not do that. Okay, I'm going to attempt to move to the far side of the room from this thing. It's only a 15-foot room, so presumably I can do that mm-hmm. pretty easily. Yeah. Okay, uh, so I'm going to put my space between, uh, put some space between this thing and myself. What are we going to do? This is getting worse by the moment. Has Dante... Dante knows... That Dean Lawson has a key around his neck, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. And he knows that this key is for access to the restricted section, doesn't he? He does. It, would it be possible for uh, Dante to attempt to snatch that key off his neck? Just pull the chain off, grab it? Uh, yeah, go for it. It'll be an opposed, I guess, your sled pan versus his acrobatics. <laughs> right. As he's holding a straight down. Dante dives in and attempts to wrest the key away from him to snatch it off his neck uh let's do this wow that's 18 wow oh yeah you rip it free and you you have the key now and and as you do that he goes no that's mine (laughs) and i say not anymore um dean lawson very pointed dean lawson um, Dante didn't really calculate or figure out what happens next <laughs> because the door is still locked. It's possible that this key will unlock that door too, 
but Dante has no idea. So mm-hmm. we're going to have to wait and find out. Uh, can bards inspire themselves? Ah, that's a good question. Thank you for pointing that out, benevolent DM. For now. Uh, bardic inspiration, as a bonus action, a creature in 60 feet that can hear me gets an inspiration die. Hey, you're a creature. I guess I'm a creature, and I guess I can mm. hear myself. So I suppose you're right. What's your, what's this pep talk? My pep talk. <laughs> <laughs> pep talk is you got this, Dante. That that minotaur over there. It's not, it's just just an illusion, just an illusion, just like where he turned invisible, quote unquote. Um, we'll get out of this. We got this. That's, That's a good my pep one. talk. That's a good one. All right, it's Estrella's turn now. Um, I'm going to use that D6. Um, and take out all my frustration from the embarrassment and try to, I, I'm assuming I'm in some sort of chokehold or whatever. So I'm going to try and elbow him in the face. Hmm. Uh, roll, uh, or uh, yeah, an attack using strength. Okay, so I'm going to roll strength oh. here. Jesus. God. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay, can we just add? We'll, we'll add. Just to make well, this what's a little your, better. What's your strength? A 14. Oh, wait, that's with... That's uh, okay, modified. Okay, yeah. yeah. Just terrible, terrible. How do I um, add to that? Pardon? You could choose not to add to it and just save that for later. Mm, okay. I don't know if your D6 is going to... Uh, even you know, even add, if you roll the 6. Even adding I to it. it yeah, I mean, it might. It might. Mm, it's your call. It's, it, mm, it, I feel like it'll probably just not work out. A 6 is pretty low. Even adding, like, two points to it is just going to be... Uh, yeah, you feel with grappling him that he has some sort of like <laughs> faint magical armor. Jeez. Mm. Apparently. Mm. Oh, all right. <laughs> I'll get you at some point, Dean Lawson. <laughs> I will. We'll report this, honestly. I will. I'm Dean going Lawson. to tell my mother when I get out of this. Mark my words. On hearing that, he goes, wait, wait. So I'll just stop, just stop fighting. <laughs> oh. And he stands up and he, he lets you out of the chokehold. Um, if you'll just give me that scroll again, I could explain to you what I was going to do. Dante looks down sheepishly at the scroll, which perhaps he has clutched in his other hand, key in one, scroll in the other. Mm. He gives Dean Lawson an appraising look. Can I make a perception check, I suppose? Does it seem like he's being, you know, honest here? Yeah, roll uh, investigation. Investigation, okay. That's a 17. Yeah, you think he's doing a ploy. (laughs) All right. Uh, And it's your turn. He's doing a bamboos. It's my turn? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I say, okay, so he's let go of Astrea, correct? Yes. Okay, I am going to keep hold of this key and i'm going to keep hold of this scroll is his minotaur still over there yes it hasn't moved okay but it's looking very threatening <laughs> very threatening indeed and not having moved is it going to be a full round action for me to try and look at the scroll again and figure out what's what's on it yeah i'd say that would take your action um or your bonus action one I of those of your choice we'll use my bonus action to okay. attempt to decipher this scroll. Roll our arcana. That's an 18. Uh, yeah, this is a scroll of imp summoning. A scroll of imp summoning. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm going to call him out on it. This here does not look like the kind of scroll you use on friends, late Dean Lawson. What are you about summoning imps? What do you need to do that for? These are very friendly imps. They will fix your clothes and shine your shoes. I look at Estrella and I say, he's full of bullshit. I agree. I'm going to teach you a lesson, old man. (laughs) And how do you teach him that lesson? (laughs) I'm still going to try to attack him. (laughs) I really want to punch this guy in the face like so bad. Okay, I just go for need it. Just a good opening. I just, Absolutely. I just need to get out all my frustration on this guy. Um, wow. I'm just 
not in the cards for me today. Oh, but it's plus four. Oh, okay. And also, you do have my Bardic oh, Inspiration yeah. die let's, still. Let's use that now, then. So you're at 14 right now. 15. That that hits him. Good. Good. <laughs> Perfect. I'll bring you justice with my fist. <laughs> I actually gotta look up unarmed attack because no one ever does that. It's probably like one, I just, one D4 I just plus needed strength to or feel his jaw in my fist. Oh my god. I'm real angry Dante at this is guy. watching aghast as Astrid just cold cocks this guy <laughs> who just let her go. Not that he loves Dean Lawson at this point, by the way. Like He's very suspicious of this man, but yeah, so you'd have dealt him three damage okay. with that punch. Hey, it was it was worth it. That is square on the jaw, and he is wobbling. <laughs> like he's yeah, he's almost fallen over. Um, so what he's going to do is Dean Lawson tries to disengage from you. So he's not doing any spells. He's just trying to bob and weave away from you, and he runs towards the door puts the key in the door uh, and he opens it and he makes it about uh, five feet out the door this is a separate key sorry that he has yeah not the big key around his neck but okay. just like a set of uh, small keys all right i will attempt to hmm has he moved far enough away that if i cast sleep out in the hallway i could target just him uh, yeah, because the the hallway is pretty long, so you'll be able to do that I'm gonna, if you uh, step outside and look down it. All right, I'm going to pursue to the point where I I can see him out the door. I'm not sure if I can see him from within the room, uh, and then I'm going to cast sleep, centered on a place where I'm not putting myself to sleep. He just clunks down. He falls asleep immediately. But you, <laughs> but you also hear other thunks happening in adjacent rooms. <laughs> Academics need a good afternoon nap anyway. Yeah, they need the siesta. <laughs> Dante brushes his hands off, holds up the key for Astrea to see, and motions towards Dean Lawson. <laughs> I think we're done here. Ah, oh, darn. I wanted to bring him justice with my sword next. Oh, well. You do realize that <laughs> your mother, your mother does seem to be fond of this man. I don't know why. So I understand. I guess I'll That's just leave it. that for another time. He did attack us rather unprovoked. There was something about asking to go into the restricted section. He really didn't he, like that. Which is deeply, deeply suspicious, I must say. Yeah, my guess is there's something there that he didn't want us to see. Why would that be? I mean, surely there's dangerous things there, but he could have just told mm. us, no, it was off limits. There were yeah, dangerous I things. Mean, I feel like he just went from zero to 100 in just 10 seconds. Maybe we also shouldn't leave him lying down on the floor in the hallway. I think that is a brilliant idea. Perhaps the best we've had all day. <laughs> uh, maybe we can drag him back into his office. Yeah, lock him in there with the minotaur that might still be there. I... Oh, the minotaur disappeared. Okay, okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, maybe we could, um, time to a chair or something? Or, I mean, it depends on how long he'll be asleep. That is a good question. How long will he be asleep? One minute. One minute. We're running <laughs> out of time. Maybe if I hit him on the head, he'll be out for longer. <laughs> um, I'm not going to condone that, but, uh, I'm going to turn, a, I'm going to look away, and I'm going <laughs> to... You do what you have to. Um, I choose to knock him on the head, not so much as to kill him, just to knock him out for Actually, longer than a minute. you really probably shouldn't do that. You're right. It's hard to it. tell because it could give him a concussion. I don't want to kill him. It's also quite possible it'll wake him up. I would recommend oh, against it. Yeah, that's true. It might also wake him up. Hmm. All right, well, okay, then quickly, we better grab, just quick grab his feet. I've got his head. Let's get him in. Let's get him into the room. All right, quickly. all right. Okay, let's do that. Okay, we're going to attempt to very quickly hustle him into the room and tie him to the chair with the, like, 20 seconds we have left. If anything, we'll have <laughs> him, like, you know, his arms behind his back and everything. So even if he does wake up, we'll still be able to... I mean, I don't know, this guy is so athletic, but... Qu Astrea, 
uh, I'm going to attempt to tie him. Uh, oh, I guess we don't have any rope. Dante searches around for rope. Is there don't any rope? Don't we have any rope? Don't we have rope in our adventurer's bags? Yeah, if you guys have your packs on you, uh, you'll yes, definitely have rope. I suppose we do, although I don't know that I would have brought my pack for this meeting necessarily. <clears throat> but um, I'm going to oh. say that I did. Okay, you <laughs> always prepare. Eldon must always be prepared. Okay, Astrea, quickly time to the chair while I uh, search him. Uh, and Dante is going to quickly pat down the dean's limp form <laughs> to make sure that uh, skinny frail body. See if he yeah, frail frail body to see if he has any other keys. Uh, for instance, the room key I'd like to take. Okay, uh, roll investigation and Astrea roll sleight of hand to see how good your knots are. Okay. All right, investigation. Eighteen. I make some. Ooh, that's the only good roll that I have made. <laughs> And it's a 19 on my investigation. Uh, yeah, so you find uh, the, the keys that he was hiding, but you also find uh, in his breast pocket two letters. Hmm. I will uh, mutter under my breath, very interesting, and tuck them away because we're rapidly running out of time <laughs> before he wakes up again. Yes, we better make our way to, to the restricted section. Shall we gag him? <laughs> I suppose, yes, so that no one finds him and he can't scream for help. That's the idea, yes. <laughs> yes. All right, I guess we'll gag him as well. I'll leave that to you. <laughs> uh, well, With we pleasure. can use a previous sleight of hand. Perfect. Okay, great. All right, now let's get the heck out of here. Yes, let's go. Uh, we vacate the room and I lock the door behind us. Uh, as you do, you hear... <laughs> Dante chuckles to himself. I think he's awake. Serves him right. Now, my lady, I recommend that we make haste down to the restricted section. It's probably not going to be long before someone finds him, and uh, I don't think they're going to want us down there. Yeah, I don't think they'll believe that it wasn't us. <laughs> All right, let's go. And I suppose we run down to the restricted section. Yeah. All right, so you guys enter the library, and uh, you bypass the guard that stands out in the front, no problem, but you do see that there is a guard blocking the stairwell that leads down into the restructured section. Mm -hmm. uh, at this point, we have not passed through the locked door yet, have we? Or have we? Uh, no, you, okay. you haven't. Okay. Hmm. Step aside, soldier. We're on a special mission from Lawson himself. Dante nods vigorously. Uh, do you have any uh, notifications, some uh, papers saying such? Mm, he said we wouldn't need any. It's very special. And I give him a, a wink, like, we're in on it. Don't worry. Roll deception. Damn. All right, I'm going to roll uh, just a d20 for perception. Solid roll. It's a 19 there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, with uh, three, yeah. Uh, the guard goes, oh, well, uh, yeah, go on right down. Uh, I'm sure the dean will be uh, really pleased with what you're doing down there. Thank you. Good luck on your research. Give him a gracious nod. Oh, absolutely, good sir, and the dean will be especially pleased with you for letting <laughs> us through. Thank you. Mm, doing the good work. You might even get a promotion. Mm. Oh, that, that would be wonderful. <laughs> well. Yeah, so uh, you guys go, go down and you uh, come across a uh, wrought iron door with a keyhole. Uh, like a, a very large keyhole. To fit that very large key. Like, this is a, an enormous key. It's like gold and it's just super audacious. All right. I withdraw the enormous key from my bag. <laughs> Looks like it's the one. <laughs> and uh, I will insert the key and turn it. The, the door opens, and uh, what is revealed is a very dark room uh, that doesn't have any candles lit in it. So it's pretty much pitch black because uh, you went downstairs you guys would both know that the city is very old so like many old cities 
there's layers of ruins on top of ruins. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is one of those old ruins where this has been here for perhaps a millennia, even more. Um, and the, the bookshelves or scroll shelves, uh, more commonly because of how old these are, uh, are made of iron, uh, that is, is very rusty. Uh, are you guys going to light a torch, I guess, as you go through, or do you have anything? Yeah, on Yeah, I think, uh... that is a great question. I mutter about it being bloody dark in here. Uh, and I I'm have rummage a, in my bag. a torch on me. Yes. So as you light it up, you see that this room is very long and skinny um, and goes for a a long way. At the other end, there is a very ornate stone wall with a a door with engravings on the end of it. That seems like the door I want to go through. Hmm. Very interesting. Dante is going to take this moment to withdraw the letters that he found on Dean Lawson's Mm -hmm. body. Uh, Lady Estrella, could you come here for a moment? I have something that might be of use to us. And Mm. I'd call you over for the light so I can see what I'm reading. There's two notes. The first one. I've taken the future of the realm in my hands and will engrave the threats against our kingdom into its mind. It will be a perilous journey. So to protect our land, I will spread the inner key in three places along our journey's path. Signed, Cassius. Ah, oh, Cassius. Uh, do you, you know this Cassius? Yes, I know him. He was the one that betrayed us those years ago. He was one of my fellow paladins. A betrayal, most foul indeed. He was part of the coup, part of orchestrating the coup. He was, and then he just disappeared. Why would he be in contact with... Dean Lawson. Unfortunately, he is his great uncle. I tried to give him the benefit of the doubt, but it mm. seems he was untrustworthy. It would seem so. There's another note here. Let me read it. This one's dated a year after the first one. It says, In a magical land with dungeons and liches, I've placed one-third in the municipality without winter. It lies in the bottom of a blue lake, in the land of youth, where evil and good dead meet in the realm of fairy and gods. I have placed a third of the key in the heart of the queen. I had to leave the future there, but not on purpose. In the land of nothing left, from which the traitor herald or hailed, the last third lays in the hearth of his ancestral home. This, hmm. this, does this mean anything to you? It really doesn't mean much to me. I, I'm not sure. The, the future, the future of the realm. Could these notes be talking about Effie? Perhaps, but it's hard to tell. There's so much unknown. Something about a key and three pieces, different realms. This is all getting very interesting indeed. And fairies and liches? Old gods? I I don't know much about that. Sounds like something straight out of the stories that I would be reading to Matilda. Exactly. I'm just surprised of seeing Dean Lawson cast all those spells in general. This is all too much. Although maybe we'll find some answers down here. Perhaps we shall. And Dante's going to turn to this this wall that we haven't really looked at that much. Uh, and he's going to examine it. And I'm going to put my mm. torch closer to the wall so we can look at it. You've read about this, Dante. This is the old ruins of the Bocastrian. Of this course. by far the oldest part of pretty much any bit of the kingdom that has been known. Actually, uh, uh, in terms of uh, languages, what do you think about Dante knowing ancient runes as one of his languages. <laughs> uh, I think that sounds like a wonderful idea. <laughs> I think that sounds like exactly something Dante would know. <laughs> Perfect. I'm going to say he knows like the writing of ancient Celts and Nords and Greeks. Great. You see the writing that you've read about before in runes uh, calling this the 
Bocastrion over <clears throat> over the door, and underneath that there is a warning. Mm. And it says, Death is more than a whisper. Mm. Death is more than a whisper. That's mm. what it says right there. What do you suppose that means? Uh, perhaps something alluding to afterlife? I'm... I'm not sure on that. Death is more than a whisper. Is there anything else that Dante can see on the door? Any kind of, you know, something that, or it's a wall. I guess I don't know it's a door. Uh, Yeah, you you can see that uh, most of the wall is stone. It kind of has an arch that surrounds a wooden door. Oh, okay. And uh, on this wooden door, emblazoned on it, kind of like it burned into it, is a picture of a... Uh, blue minotaur riding a book uh, as though it were a horse and carrying a, a lance as though it's jousting and there is also a, a book? yeah riding a book <laughs> as if it were a horse okay that's well, i haven't seen that before <laughs> ah, yeah many times <laughs> honestly if you look up uh, old medieval manuscripts like shit is crazy uh, <laughs> so this is actually like, normal okay <laughs> yeah that's this is the most sane thing you ever see in a medieval oh, manuscript wow. Um, uh, and there's an enormous keyhole. Oh, an enormous keyhole. Perhaps for an enormous key. Uh, this, this blue minotaur, that looks familiar, doesn't it? It does. Does it look like the blue minotaur that we saw mere minutes ago <laughs> upstairs? Yeah, that one looked a little bit more scrunched and wider. Um, like if it was disproportioned, but it looks mm-hmm. very similar. Uh, and this one also has six fingers. Six-fingered minotaur. What does this all mean? Hmm. Death is more than a whisper. That sounds a little foreboding, doesn't it? It does. A bit ominous. I've got this key, though. Dare we try it? Well, we'll have to try it to get anywhere. Don't they, uh... Looks, looks at the key, looks at the door, looks at the warning. Uh, and <laughs> Through he, courage and perseverance, though, we will he, triumph. Uh, ab- absolutely, courage and perseverance. Uh, would you like to persevere with courage? And he holds out the key for Australia. <laughs> All right, then. Five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> and I <laughs> turn <Banana>. the key. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and Dante takes a step back as she turns the key in the hole. <laughs> it unlocks, and you push the door forward and go in. Question mark. <laughs> All right. Um, I, I take a step in hesitantly. I do have courage and perseverance, but I, I'm trying to be smart about it. <laughs> Okay, so as you open it up, light floods in. Oh. uh, Because you open the door up into a very large, very tall circular room that is extraordinarily well lit by many, many uh, candles. Mm. Um, So what you see is a windowless circular room with a radius of about 20 feet. Radius, not diameter. (laughs) Got it. Uh, large bookshelves line the entirety of the perimeter of the room uh, and rise to the edge of the dome ceiling 15 feet above your head this room is lit by burning candles held by sconces growing out of the bookshelves turning from wood to wrought iron along the sconces arm including the door you just came in through there are nine doors equally spaced along the edge of the room and in the space where a tenth door would be there's instead an open hallway, also lined with books, oh, leading wow. away from this room. Hmm. Hmm. Is that d- directly across from where we currently stand? Uh, yeah. Okay. The, the doors are, for the most part, made of different materials and designed in unique aesthetics. Um, some have labels on the door and others do not. And you see a, a small purple fluff ball with cartoonish hands with like white gloves on them. Um, shoving books into his mouth and, and eating them. Uh, what is that? Uh, uh, I'm just 
taken by the immensity of this room and all the books. Everything. And I have not even paid attention to the fluff ball yet. <laughs> the moment you say, what is that? The fluff ball turns to you and throws a book at you and goes, shh. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Uh. I motion for you to be quiet. And I whisper to you, rather uncouth lady Estrella speaking aloud in a library such as this. Sorry, I didn't know. Uh, what is going um, I, I, Dante motions a sorry to the, the purple fluff ball. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. He, or it, looks at you and shrugs and goes, uh, I, okay, I, um, choose to ignore it then and try to see what sort of labels are around, or around these doors. Uh, yeah. Um, so I'm going to, I'll go through and explain what all the doors look like. Uh, sure. Uh, there's a lot of them, but I'll try to do it quickly. So it's mm-hmm. going to be like an 800 meter dash of imagination. So make sure <laughs> okay. you're all can mentally limber. Up, limber up. <laughs> okay. I, I, I can provide one moment of a little bit of context here, perhaps Lady Estrella. This, this part of the library, this is called the key to all worlds. I've, I've heard of this place before. This is a renowned repository of incredibly powerful and dangerous books. It has oh the power God. to transport readers to other realms. I didn't know something like this even existed. This is insane. The world is far stranger than most imagine, Lady Estrella. <laughs> well, then this definitely helps in terms of the notes we just have to figure out which worlds house which key pieces i suppose i suspect you might be right but the keys to to what Uh, three Mm. pieces one key future of the realm why would they take effie i don't understand is perhaps effie the future of the realm I think it quite likely, yes. I think that's what they're referring to in their letters. Mm. But why would Cassius and Dean Lawson... They talk about a threat in the letters. Mm. They talk about... I only know of them uh, as being a threat. I consult the letters again. I've taken the future of the realm in my hands and will engrave the threats against our kingdom into its mind. It's like... It's like maybe they're... They're training him? Somehow they're trying to prepare Effie for something. Maybe why take him forcibly? Trying to protect us after all? No, that's not right. We're the ones that were right. (laughs) (laughs) They couldn't be protected. Wish I could say. I wish I could say. Uh, perhaps Mm. we should now examine these doors. All right, fine. Apologies for the interruption. No, no, that was awesome. Uh, Yeah, so uh, your door, did you guys leave it open or shut it? Uh, I think think it's still open. open. Just in in case we had to run out. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, so your door is made of wide boards of pale yellow uh, yew wood. And on this side of the library, it has a picture burned into it of just a normal human knight riding atop a horse, carrying a lance. Um, hmm. going clockwise the next door is a gray stone door that has a wooden sign bolted on it that depicts a basilisk coiled into the shape of an ampersand as it breathes fire hmm. the next door is made of redwood and has uh, or thousands of fine metal stars embedded into the door this one is labeled in glittering ethereal paint Kelswake. Uh, continuing to your, your right you see a wooden door with uh, autumnal leaves scattered around the edges of it. Uh, vines of pumpkins grow out of the edges of the bottom of the door. A stream of water comes from the seam underneath the door, and this water has cut a small babbling brook into the stone floor of the library. And that stream actually continues out and down the hall. Right, oh. the, <laughs> the fifth door is made of paper when you inspect it. Um, the left half of the paper is covered in black ink, and the right half is a creamy off-white. Uh, an endless interconnected knot uh, made of silver foil is depicted, uh, which runs around the edge of the door. 
This is classic imagery from your parents' home country, Dante, the Isle oh. of Hibernia, uh, who your father is an ambassador for. Oh. In the center of a door is a clock made with a gold inlay. This clock represents not hours in the day, but how far into the year you are, with November 1st being the first date on the clock. Okay. Would uh, Dante recognize any more of this imagery or iconography? Would it jog his memory in any way? Or is this something, you know, aside from the under, you know recognizing the motifs, would this have any meaning to him? Um, I think that he would recognize the motifs. Um, and you would know that what the top date represents is a, a holiday in your country called Samhain. Or not your country, because you grew up in the same country as Australia. But your your dad is an ambassador for this country, yes. um, and there they celebrate Samhain, uh, which is October thirty first, where mm-hmm. yeah the dead can come into the land of the living. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would recognize that perhaps this has something to do with the afterlife. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and uh, mm-hmm. make a uh, make a history or art. Or religion check. History or religion. Uh, sure, we'll do a. Let's do history. That's a six. <laughs> and and that's what you know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I I'll express that to Australia. I'll explain that this is, uh, you know, common motifs from. There are common motifs from Hibernia. They refer to the afterlife and the underworld. Tir, Tirnanog, it's called. Beyond that, I don't know. Mm, I see. I'll say that you know that Tirnanog uh, means, because you know runes, I'll say you know the translation for it. It means the land of youth. Ah. Uh, suddenly, Dante perks up. Tir Nanog. That means land of youth. Oh. Land of youth. That's that's mentioned in one of the letters. Yes. This could be very helpful. I scramble to pull out the letter. It says it says right here, in the land of youth, where evil and good dead meet in the realm of fairy and gods, I've placed a third of the key in the heart of the queen. Mm, it also so. says I had to leave the future there, but not on purpose. Interesting. So we may find more than one thing in that realm. We might find a piece of a key. We might find Effie. I don't know. This is all getting very strange. <laughs> very strange indeed. Let's keep looking at the doors, though. I agree. So the sixth door uh, is made of felt and depicts a creature with the lower half of a snake and the upper body of a nude elvish woman and wings of a dove. Um, This one is labeled in sharp felt lettering, the land of Ta. Uh, uh, The next two doors are completely plain. They're made of monocolored, monotextured, unadorned, smooth sandstone with a simple handle. Hmm. And then the final door is made is metal and has a seam down the middle the paths of planets are engraved in concentric circles onto it uh, the door has no handle but instead has a panel to the right uh, which has the outline of a hand on it interesting mm. fascinating this is very overwhelming <laughs> dante is thinking hard he's thinking hard he's trying to figure out what the heck all this means mm, well we know at least one of the doors leads us somewhere we just need to figure out I, the other two i suppose we do have a lead with Tirnanog, but the, the the underworld yeah that that's... seems uh, <laughs> unsafe <laughs> dante looks noticeably nervous <laughs> come on Dante we must be fearless in the face of a challenge blah, 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 blah. and you oh, get another sorry. book thrown at you <laughs> yeah. oh uh, uh, sorry, this, sorry, this sorry. little fluff ball comes up to you <laughs> sorry 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 I was just trying to resolve the weakness in his heart that's all 
I do not have weakness in my heart. I just, I'm being practical. This is magic. This is arcane, ancient, dangerous magic. We have no idea what might happen if we step through one of these doors. Yeah, well, Smarty, we can't get anywhere being practical. <laughs> sorry, I, sorry, I, I turn, sorry. I turn my attention to the, the purple fluff ball. Uh, I suppose neither of us understand what he's saying. Uh, he looks visibly annoyed that you can't <laughs> understand him. Uh, you, you actually see that one of his eyes is just a, like an emerald, um, mm. whereas the other one is like a big, just so cute. Uh, <laughs> just, just an enormous eye. Um, and he, he rolls that eye. Um, and he reaches, he opens his mouth, which, oh my god, it's so huge. Uh, <laughs> and it's just full of jagged, like, uh, shark teeth. Oh. Um, and he, he reaches into it and he, he pulls uh, a couple things out of it. Um, and he, he hands to you a little stick um, that has a, has a cap on it. And he, he, well, before he does that, he motions like taking the cap off and like putting it around his lips. Um, and then puts the cap on and he hands it to you. Uh, <laughs> Did this creature just give us lip moisturizer? Is he trying to say I'm crusty? I don't understand. <laughs> he he also gives each of you an earring that has a mouth on it. There's oh. like two lips. Okay. Kind Dante of like a babblefish. Not that I would know anything it. about that. <laughs> he looks at it and he says, Oh, there's no way I'm wearing this. This absolutely clashes with my outfit. Uh, oh, and it does. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, well, I suppose I'll try. I'll give it a try then. Yes. Is it? Is there, that cat still here? How did it get did down it here? Did it really just follow us all this way? Yeah, that's that's something you you notice is that the cat it met up with you after you left Dean Lawson's place, <laughs> but it it is actually scared to step inside. Like it went down to the restricted section section, but won't pass through this last door that you went through. Oh, that's ominous. It seems to be meowing at us. It, it wants something. It doesn't look like it wants to come in here, though. I think maybe uh, it's trying to tell me that the earring doesn't look good. I don't. Well, certainly the earring does not look good, but I think there might be more to it. <laughs> oh, no. Don't cats have extra senses or something? This isn't good. Hey. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just uh, crouch down and, and motion towards the cat and do a, you know, here, kitty. Come here. Come here, kitty. It. It doesn't do a cat-like motion. It literally shakes its head no. Did you did you did you see that, Astrea? Did you see that? Yeah, uh, that's not good. That cat normally follows me everywhere. There's something strange about this cat. Knows something? Um, maybe. I, where, where did you say you first saw this cat? As soon as I came home, the cat just started following me. Very strange. Very strange indeed. Okay. Dante realizes this might look a little bit crazy, but he's going to go over to the cat. He's mm -hmm. forgotten about the earring for the moment. I don't know if the puffball is looking annoyed at being ignored, but Dante's going to crouch down in front of the cat and say, Can you, can you understand us? Uh, the, the cat shakes its head no. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that? Yeah. It said it couldn't it's, understand us. I don't. But it had to understand us to understand that question. I. It must have. Just a coincidence. Oh, the cat looks petrified. Like, oh crap! I've been found out. <laughs> and then, like, goes and hides in the bookshelves. Oh, kitty, come back! Come back! Ah, darn it! It's gone, hiding in the books. <laughs> uh, there's something up with that cat. Mark my words. Yeah, I wish you would just leave me alone. I think you might wish otherwise at some point down the road, but we'll see. Uh, Dante turns his attention back to the, the purple puffball and uh, the earring in hand, and he motions towards Estrella. Perhaps you should try putting this on. All right, here we go. Hey, missy, what are you doing in here? Uh, well, uh. Oh my gosh. What's, what's the matter? What's the matter? 
You gotta be quiet. I'm trying to eat my books. Why are you eating the books? Can, can you understand that thing? Because I'm a fluffer. I'm a fluff. We eat books. You know, what are you, <laughs> stupid? Somehow you're less cute now. I... I'm so cute. All those lady fluffs, they'll want to schmoo with me after I eat enough books. Oh, okay. Uh, go ahead with your book eating then, I suppose. I will. That fluffer you're with is not a pretty woman. Needs more fluff. I'd... Any points to Dante? <laughs> okay, Dante can't hear any of this because I've not put on the, uh, the hearing yet. Oh. But I'm looking like questioningly we'll say it Estrella. like are, are you are you talking to it are you having a conversation yeah he says you're not pretty enough for him uh Dante looks deeply wounded deeply <laughs> insulted he takes the earring he puts it on uh and he says now listen here you purple puffball <laughs> I'll have you know <laughs> <laughs> that among normal humans, not whatever the hell you are, uh, I'm considered quite the prize. <laughs> Wait, so you're not just some ugly fluff? Because <laughs> I thought you were just an unfluffy fluff, which is not very attractive for a fluff. I At least we am... agree some. I cast a sharp look at Estrella. <laughs> I am famed bard Dante Darrington. And you had best watch your mouth. Your very large, pointy, book-filled mouth. <laughs> okay, so, like, what are you guys doing here in my stack when I'm trying to eat my books? Uh, that's a very good question. We're, we're looking for a young lad, actually, probably... What would he be now? 16, 17 years old? Is it 15, maybe? Uh, uh, oh, as, no. As... Effie would be 11. Uh, he'd be uh, 14. 14? Okay. He'd be, okay. uh, <laughs> yeah, he'd be like 16, actually. Okay. 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 Uh, a youth of 16 or 17, although he might have been somewhat younger when he passed through here. This would have been, oh, perhaps uh, two years ago. Do you remember seeing... Such an individual. What do I look like? Like I was born yesterday because I was. <laughs> oh, what? I'm not familiar with the life cycles of Blue. whatever you are. A fluff. A fluff, yes, of course. Excuse me. Uh, so how long have you been here then? I've been here like <laughs> six hours. Been working my way down the hall. It's a lot of good nonfiction. But here it's like a lot of weird stuff. Is taste different depending on the type of book? I what? Oh yeah, give me that sci-fi. You know it has that metallic flavor. So, oh, so that's why I've been there by that metal door. Disgusting. Sci-fi? I don't even understand what you're talking about. Yeah, I only know fiction and non-fiction. But but you you're saying you. You eat these books, and you can taste what's behind the door? No. I mean, I eat knowledge. I get bigger. I find another hot fluff. We schmoo and burst into 20 new fluffs. And then the cycle repeats, baby. Or at least that's what I know, because I'm only one day old. Yeah. What is your life cycle? How long do you live? I think, like, like two weeks, maybe. <laughs> Where are the other, the lady fluffs? That's what I'm saying. Where are the fluff ladies at? Okay, enough about this lady fluff talk. Can we just, uh, uh, just if, continue? Uh, do, do you know what lies behind these doors? Do you have any idea? Uh, uh, there's like different realms of not the library. So there's not that many books for a fluff to eat. I, I see. I I give a look to Astrea like what I just mouth like what the hell like what is yeah, what I, is happening? I look back at Dante and I just not I just shake my head. I don't think he's gonna be helpful at all. Dante's not so sure, but uh he concedes that this fluff does seem to have a bit of a one track mind. 
There's a little two two track. We'll say eating books and getting it on with the <laughs> pretty lady fluffs. With the fluffs. Yeah, schmooing. Yes. That's right. Yes. Um, and Dante has seen a lot of one track mind individuals in his life, but this this fluff might take the cake. Um, <laughs> but he also does feel a sense of sort of a a certain kindred, you know, relationship to this mm. fluff because he can appreciate yeah. what the fluff's going for here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you got any books from, like, through that door? I've never had, like, books from outside of the library. Uh, I, I, I'm afraid I, I have one book, but I can't let you have it. Hmm. Well, if you're, like, going back, could I hop a ride? You, you want, you want to leave? I mean, just, you know, some, like, food tourism. <laughs> I, I food perhaps there is a library through that door although i don't know if you're going to find any mm, lady fluffs yeah, on the I, other side of that door i don't know how they would react to you um although it's just the restrictive section <laughs> i i don't know what to make of any of this <laughs> yeah, right. mm, you, go ahead <laughs> Is it possible that uh, you know anybody else? Is there anybody else in here? Anybody who may have been here for longer than six hours? Oh, yeah. Like, if you go down the hallway, there's, like, a whole ecosystem. Like, I think there's just infinity books. So you, like, oh. eat a book, and it grows back. Oh. That's fascinating. It's like a giant organism? I... This is... Oh, interesting. Uh, perhaps we'll go check that out. We will investigate. That sounds like a very interesting place. I guess we'll uh, go down the hall and see what it brings us. After you, my lady. Oh, oh but of course. Oh, you got them big legs. Let me hop on. And he climbs up Australia. Ah, jeez. <laughs> All right, Don you still Dante. may be of some use to us yet. Dante chuckles under his breath and whispers, I think he likes you. Uh, Ostrea cringes, <laughs> but she knows that she may need this fluff, so she just tries hard not to punch this fluff in the face. <laughs> um, I mean, that'd be funny if you tried. Um, <laughs> I don't know, it depends but... on what this fluff does. I might punch him in the face. <laughs> the 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 fluff uh, whispers into your ears. Oh, take me to them lady fluffs with your long human legs. That's what you're called, right? Uh, just be quiet while you're making our making the way towards the hall. I don't even know. We'll find you those s s silly fluffs, I guess. D Dante's starting to take a shining to this fluff, actually. <laughs> Dante gives him a broad wink and says, First, we'll get you your lady fluffs. I, my opinion of the fluff is just going downhill fast. It started out <laughs> pretty strong with him insulting Dante, but uh, now it's just not good anymore. All right. Uh, let's make our way. And I suppose I make my way towards the long haul of Infinity Books. Okay. Yeah, you guys uh, make your way down the hall. And uh, it is very long. When you first enter the hall, you can't see the end of it. Um, but like the room that you came in on, or came into, it's lit by these uh, candles that seem to grow out of the bookshelves themselves. Yeah, it takes you uh, about a mile of walking before you start to see... Oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> a, ...a light at the end of the hallway. As you, you get to the end of this hallway uh, it, it opens up and is even more bright it's almost like there's sunlight coming from somewhere although when you as you walk out of the hallway and into this open space uh, you see that you're still indoors and you're opened up into this large spiral area that goes up as far as you can see and down as far as you can see just filled with more books and more hallways going off and you see a sign pointing to the bazaar oh and that's where we'll end our session today
Hey guys, thanks for listening. Future episodes will be posted on Monday at 7.30pm Pacific Standard Time. You can find that on our YouTube channel, or all the major places you can normally find podcasts. There's a link tree link in the description. Also, you can check out our Patreon if you want to hear us do episode discussions, which are available for all the Patreon tiers. Additionally, if you send us an email to rollforrelaxation at gmail.com, we will answer your questions in our discussion show. Finally, here's a shout out to those who joined the Pillanite tier on our Patreon. Those good sirs include Elit Avni, the mysterious immortal businessman who financed the construction of the Wiltshire Library, and Smizamore, an adventurer who is cursed with an infectious time loop spell, and Smizamore, an adventurer who is cursed with an infectious time loop spell. Additionally, thanks to Liam Voiles for being our first patron, and Smizamore, an adventurer who is cursed with an infectious time loop spell. See you guys in the next one.